Hello and welcome to the Chemscope podcast from Enroll. Uh, for those of you who don't know us, Chemscope is a recruitment training business um, co-founded by myself, Ed Khan, and Laura Hopes. And each week we're going to be giving you 10-minute snippets into our world of recruitment, tips and tricks to help you on your journey as an agency recruiter, and hopefully some laughs along the way too. Hope you guys enjoy. Guys, Laura was just waving at the screen and we hadn't hit record yet, so she was aimlessly waving at you guys, even though you couldn't see her. We, um, we're, we are recording to you both from our houses on the same continent, well, on the same time zone. Anyone who's done courses with us in the past few weeks, as and I have been like in the UK, then one of us not in the UK and then jet lagged and like... We feel so good. <laughs> and it's nice to be back on a normal time zone and not waking yeah. up at two in the morning in the UK delivering courses. But oh, yes, man. we're full of beans today, guys. Yeah, You're getting we'll the best get, of us. Get ready for some hard-hitting content. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's just going to be like the lamest episode. <laughs> right, this week we're talking about what we call the container of safety. And essentially, in a nutshell, the container of safety is the roadmap to success for your consultants, for for anyone in your teams, right? And when we talk about this container of safety, what we're essentially referring to is like, do your teams, your team members, understand the boundaries and the structure in which they can play? Because without some kind of roadmap to success or without some kind of roadmap structure, a framework, it's very hard for your teams to know when they can problem solve autonomously, when they can innovate, when they can think creatively, and when they need to be going essentially by the book. And so this container of safety is talking about how do you measure performance and meetings and check-in points with your team members over a 12-month period so that they know what they can be in control of autonomously and what they can be self-motivated with and what they need to come to you for support with or where the check-in points are. Mm. I would say it is so, so hard and nigh impossible, I would say, to effectively lead someone unless you have a solid container of safety and it is clearly communicated and continuously communicated I mean as my couple of years then as a rec to rec quite often I would be interviewing candidates and they were performing by all intents and purposes on the face of it you thought why would they leave they're billing they're doing well but that's not enough but financial gain is not enough people almost everyone wants to get better at what they do they want to develop And if they don't know what that looks like in your business, they will start looking elsewhere because they start to feel stagnant. 90% of the candidates I place were performing consultants who just felt a bit stagnant. And so these little check-in points, if they're not clearly communicated, your consultants will often resort to them feeling like they're on their own. Mm -hmm. And if all you're communicating with them is a quarterly check-in around billings, that's so hard to lead someone to success and actually assist them in their roles and getting better because that's typically what we see people then where the retention rates are increased 
is if a business has a very, very clear communicated container of safety, the consultants are aware of what they can and can't do, how, who they need to approach for certain things, what they've got flexibility on, what their touch points are, what's expected of them outside of just we need you to do 150K, but what's actually expected of them to do. And do they, is it clearly communicated? Because being clear is being kind. And I yeah. think far too often people right. go, oh, I don't want to talk to them about so many meetings. It might push them offside. I'm like, absolutely not. If it's communicated clearly and there's a reason for certain meetings, everyone's happy with it because as humans, we all want clarity. No one wants surprises. Yeah, totally. And I think, like you said, that being clear to be kind it's how you set this up from the beginning, like how you frame it out with people joining your business and with your teams. And I think what we see so much noise about in the industry is KPI-free environments. Like we're enticing seniors in by saying like, we're a boutique. We don't track your KPIs. You know, you know what you have to do. But like often it like if an experienced consultant doesn't know their ratios around, you know, even uh, interviews to fill rate. Uh, their fill rate, their average deal value, like if they don't have access to this fundamental data, it's very hard for them to self-manage. And what we often see happening is like hands off, hands off, hands off, market softens, people need more support, suddenly we tip into micromanagement. Mm. And so the container of safety or the roadmap to success, whatever you want to call it, is essentially there as like a gentle check-in point regularly so that people understand like okay cool this is what's expected of me these are the check-in points this is how often I'm going to have access to my manager to my leader this is the kind of conversations we're going to be having so that you don't have to kind of yo-yo between like hands off and then hands on Mm. and that's where people get confused and that's where things like KPIs which we'll discuss in another episode like get such a bad rap because they're landed on people as a you're not performing tool. Mm. And what we actually want to do is create a roadmap that's like, hey, this is how we're going to get you to where you're going. But along the way, you know, you have these various checking points. This is what's expected of you. This is what we need from you. So just go and do it. And then people know when they can go and play. People know, you know, can be self-accountable, self-autonomous, self-motivated because they understand the boundaries in which they play. And Mm. so none of this stuff is designed to patronize. It's designed to support and lead people. And I think as leaders, and something we spoke about in our leadership course this week, is the difference between reactive management and proactive leadership. Mm. If you have a really framed out process of how you manage performance with your people, we do an annual planning session, we then have quarterly reviews, we do monthly one-to-ones that are based on the data, and then we have team catch-ups that are focused on this, this, and this. People are like, great, I can go away, do what I need to do. I know when I need to check in and I know what I need to check in with. And then you as a leader get to spend your time coaching, supporting, not picking up problems when you find problems because you've already got these structures or frameworks in place that help you recognize when people need you. Yeah, stop firefighting. Yes. the advice. Yeah. I think far too often because of those KPI-free environments, we believe that those meetings are not going to be seen as valuable. And so we don't do them. And then we have to firefight naturally because we don't have enough information. We don't have enough connection with our people because we've wanted to avoid what we perceived as something that wouldn't be received well. But it's never the case in my experience. If there's a clearly communicated structure, and as you said, an understanding of where the consultants know 
these are the boundaries in which I can play within. They will take, typically self-manage because there's enough information there for them to go, okay, I can and can't do this. This is what I need to do when this happens. Mm. And I think with that, as a leader, don't see these things as HR processes that you need to tick mm. off. Like make them really productive, fun, creative sessions where you can work with your juniors and your seniors in a really productive fashion like don't look at your quarterly reviews as a form that you guys need to work through and fill out if you have that energy around it your people are going to have energy around it like look at these times it's like this is an opportunity we get sit down and do strategy and plan and think creatively and then you get to go run with that plan on your own and you just know I'm here to support you and I think then like because we I think we're often afraid especially new leaders it's like if you've been promoted and these people were your peers and then you become the leader you're almost like I don't want to patronize them with Mm. these processes or this structure but people crave boundaries Mm. people crave structure they want to be able to know outside of the billings when they're being successful Mm. they want a plan to work towards and if you have a problem in your team with people being self-motivated and you feel like you often have to tip into micromanagement, it's often because you're not proactively mm. setting these foundations and then letting people run with them. And then your yo-yo between that, cool, I'm a leader, yeah. I'm hands off, just come to me if you need something. But then if someone isn't performing, you'll go straight into micromanagement. Yeah. And that's how we've been taught. It's like deal mm. with the problem when it's a problem. It's like, no, deal with it in advance give people mm. the structure and the frameworks and then let them go away and run with things mm. get excited about 100%. it i was listening to i'm going to make my point very quickly because if we're coming towards the end of 10 minutes but i was listening to a podcast about this very subject a little while ago and they were talking about the need for structure and the need for clarity in jobs and how most people think most people don't want to be told what to do or what's expected of them but because we've grown up, most of us have grown up in environments where we have been told what to do quite often by parents. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. Schools have told us that. Teachers have told us that. Universities have told us that. So we've had 18 years, most of us, of being told what our container of safety is. So we need that moving forward. It's very hard to break out of that. And so we do need it as humans in jobs. Yeah. Um, and last point, I promise this is the last point. We were talking about this in a leadership session yesterday. But if you if you do have that structure, it is so, so critical for a leader to actually follow it themselves. Because the minute mm-hmm. you start cancelling meetings, moving them around, what that indicates to your employee is that this meeting isn't that important. You're not yeah. that important to me. This meeting isn't that important. Therefore, that's the energy that the person then takes on. They won't mm-hmm. take it seriously. And then all of a sudden, you've got a disengaged employee. So if you are going to implement structure, you as the leader need to be holding yourself accountable to literally sticking by it by the book unless there's something extenuating that you need to move it for but don't move it because the minute you start moving those things around it's seen as you don't take it seriously and why would then your employee take it seriously yeah and that you're not uh engaged with investing in them a hundred percent oh my god carol vorderman yeah, it was Carol Yeah. Yeah. You have no, a she's still doing it. No, there's some new lady. It's still running though. Uh, I wouldn't watch it without Carol Borderman. <laughs> Long, isn't it? 
Boom. End of episode. Right. See you next week, team. See ya.